hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and we're going to have some fun today. We've got uh, Grizz will be coming on here momentarily, and I'm sure he's got some ranting and raving that he would like to do um, because he's, uh, you know, he's he's getting kind of crotchety in his old age and kind of grumpy. So, <laughs> but he he can't hear me yet, so I can say whatever I want. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking today a couple of things. Um, yeah, off the California coast with the warm water, there's been a lot of hammerhead sharks, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, um, talk about that. And maybe we'll get to we'll start off with that. Then we're going to talk to Bob Summeru, staff writer for Western Outdoor News, and we get to talk to the publisher of Western Outdoor News, Pat McDonald. And we got Grizz there yet? Hey, Grizz. You got him. You got him. You got him. <laughs> okay. All right. We live and on the air. All right. Okay. Well, John, it's another great day, and I'm glad to be on the radio with you again. Well, it's it's always fun. And before I put you on, I was telling everybody that, you know, as you're kind of getting up in their years, you're starting to get a little bit crotchety, you know, and cranky. And and I'm sure you. Well, I got, hope you're talking about yourself. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to have some uh, uh, some things that you, that you'd like to vent. But uh, you know, what we do is we'll take a break in a couple of minutes, and we'll come back. One of the things I I would like to talk about is um, you know, we mentioned the hammerhead sharks that have come up with the warm water off the California coast. And all you got to do is put a front p- in the newspaper, big print, shark attack, and everybody reads the paper. So Yeah, well, John, you know, Jaws didn't help matters <laughs> yeah. any. People are, you know, I think they're on hallucinogenic drugs. Well, they hear you, sharks. I know. You know, when you, freak. when you see that movie now, it's almost comical because how long ago it was made. But, it's, you know, it sure scared to be Jesus out of me when that thing came up out of the water. And remember the classic line? Better get a bigger boat. Well, yeah, I was down fishing actually in Key West when that came out. Okay. And my wife, many, many, many wives ago, yeah, okay. called me up and said, you come home. <laughs> well, what we're going to do, Grizz, now is we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and I think this might be a subject to talk about, if you don't mind. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Built a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention to spinning way too fast. Before I knew it, I was staring at a ten-pound shiny bass. When I tried to pull the fish inside, I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz. And Grizz, we're going to let you do what you do the best. Rant and rave and vent. Um, I know one of the things you like to rant about is stupid people, but we want to talk a little bit about sharks and maybe stupid people and sharks uh, um, are a related subject because... Uh, well, it is really good. You know, you put uh, the best way to get rid of stupid people is put them in sharks' mouths. <laughs> well, all I know is that I don't know how many sharks are killed by man every year, but, you know, it's, I don't know, hundreds, thousands, millions, but there's not that many sharks that, that eat people, so... No, John, you know, the thing of it is, a shark doesn't really eat people. I mean, there's a very few that attack, and they're generally big and old guys that run up around the beach, and it's just like if you go talking about bears or, or talking about cougars, you know, they get up to age where... It's hard to chase down a fish and eat it, or in a cougar or bear, oh. it's hard to chase down a deer. So, so they take the, mm-hmm. the easiest prey they can get because right. they're hungry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who's right? Uh, we're right going out into the ocean and saying sharks are out here? Well, you're damn right. 
there out there. That's where they live. I mean, come on. It's like going in the mountains and say, I've seen a mountain lion. Well, you should see a mountain lion. <laughs> they live there. We don't have any rights being out in the oceans. So you get bit by a shark. Well, is it the shark's fault? I don't think so, John. And the thing of it is, sharks do not attack people very, very often. There are more people killed by cows than by sharks. Really? By ostrich <laughs> than by sharks. Really? Is that, are you yes, make, are you there making, are, last year, yeah. in the whole world, there were three people killed by sharks and 742 people were killed by cows. <laughs> wow. So should we go out and kill all the cows now? I mean, come on, we got stupid people, but mostly I don't like to call them stupid because I hate stupid people. We say ignorant people. Well, that just because years ago they came out with a show called Jaws, mm -hmm. and now they've got this vision in their mind that they run around chasing boats and try to pull them off and eat them. It doesn't happen like that. Well, Grizz, and what? Now you, what, John? I said one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, in California with the warm water uh, that's been coming up from the south, what we've talked about many times, a lot of exotic pelagic species are here. And for something that we've new to us, almost never seen, is there's a lot of hammerhead sharks. And, of course, you know, if someone comes around, there was a guy in a kayak that a shark was has harassing. You know, he was beating them off with his paddle. Um, it was a hammerhead. I don't know. I don't know if it was this. There's apparently ten species, but um, if you put in the newspaper headline shark attack, or you know you you, you advertise it on the radio and get some footage, everybody wants to hear about it and read it. But it is not quite what they represent. So hammerheads, well, you're, a, I think, a biologist, but you can probably give an idea. My understanding is that on hammerhead sharks, I looked on the Internet the other day, and in the entire history, that anywhere that you can find on the Internet, there's been 33 attacks by hammerhead sharks on people. And there's only, like, out of the 10 species, there's only three that could do that. But out of those 33 people, there's been, never been a death by an attack by a hammerhead shark. Well, John, look at the way their mouth is positioned, for one thing. It will be very, very difficult for them to do dangerous biting on people. And the other guy, the guy, that, the guy that's out there paddling around in a kayak... If the hammerhead wanted to eat him, he would have eaten him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here he is in a little kayak, which, you know, we took that big long trip in kayaks. I oh. hate them. But anyway, <laughs> you know, we did it. When you're down there sitting on the bottom, a big catfish can eat you. Yeah. <laughs> You can't get away. So come on, guy, give me a break. You were attacked by a hammerhead. Well, what are you, a wuss? <laughs> I mean, if the hammerhead attacked you, you wouldn't be telling us a story. <laughs> he would have jumped over, knocked a kayak over, and ate your head off. <laughs> so do you feel like a big man now that you were attacked by a hammerhead? <laughs> That's a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> maybe, maybe 
Kayak was gone. Here comes a swim and a hammerhead. He looks at it. The hammer said, I've never seen a big green object like that. What is it? The guy says, hammerhead, and starts beating it or trying to hit it. Yeah. Makes a lot of splashes in the water. Now it's really curious. Yeah. The hammer saying, the head saying, my golly, this might be something to eat after all. No. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. If the hammerhead wanted to have eaten him, we wouldn't be talking about this. Well, the other. But people like to get attention. It's like yep. that. Oh, I see this big snake in my yard. Yeah. So what? It didn't hurt you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get so tired of people complaining. And and you're right. They're killing sharks to cut the fins off to send them to. Japan, China. so that those guys can eat this, uh, eat the fins, Shark fin and soup. feel mm -hmm. like bigger men because they have problems with the lower part of their body. <laughs> so they want to chew on fins to make the lower part of the body function. <laughs> yeah, that's or chew that's on rhinoceros it. noses. Yeah. Well, and they think it's going to work. Well, the important thing is, is one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is that I believe there's 10 species and virtually all of them are on, you know, some level of the endangered uh, list. Uh, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, again, because the people are killing them. Well, and they might be fun to catch, but, you know, most sharks... Don't I mean you got makos and threshers, of course, that are make good table fare. But most yeah, sharks, most sharks, they have a shelf life of about two hours. Uh, they don't taste good. It's kind of like eating rubber that uh, tastes like ammonia, because they secrete their, the excrete, I guess, the word, you know, through their skin, and you know, done properly, they can, you know, they can, you know, they can be edible. But the idea of killing them for, for food is, uh, it, it makes no sense. And killing them for sport, then, you know, what's the sport in that? Well, the thing of it is, I'll be honest with you, the two fighting pitches that are great as far as shark is a mako and, like you said, the treasure, because they jump, they run. But I've caught a lot of uh, hammerheads by accident. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're very heavy. They don't fight. And when you win, they come to the boat like a dog. Mm -hmm. And you can grab a hold of each side of their nostril, you might say, where their eyes mm -hmm. are. And just the, you can pull back on that, open their mouth, and pull the hook out. Yeah. Especially if you're using an eagle claw yeah. uh, circle hook. Well, and and they won't even try to bite you. Yeah, now, where the silkies and the makos stick your hand down close to their mouth and you'll come back with a stub. <laughs> but, well, the, the hammerheads are very unusual. Apparently, they've evolved that way because their eyes are kind of on the outside and it gives them something of better visibility. But uh, nature makes some strange things. Well, yeah, a hammerhead, they, they look pretty weird. Okay. Well, we're going to... Uh, Grizz, we're going to go well, well, we're going to wrap it up here in about the next thirty seconds for this segment, and then we're going to see if we can get uh, uh, 
Bob Summero from Western Outdoor News on the line, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about with him, but whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be fun. Maybe we'll continue well, the conversation. Well, it'll be interesting anyway. Yeah. And then uh, after the segment after that, we're going to have the editor of Western Outdoor News. So I uh, appreciate you hanging in and calling in, Grizz, and uh, uh, I'm hopefully be seeing you shortly. I'll be down, in, uh, be down your way in the next few days. Yeah, looking forward to it, John. Ready. You're welcome. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to be back with you in just a couple of minutes, and the best is yet to come. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the White Sand Beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Gonna back this boat into the water Find a way to win a couple dollars Where the man says is the cold front coming down 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have, of course, the Grizz that was give us, uh, you know, his always insightful um, uh, <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Uh, but interest, you know, it really is important. And I agree with you. We all know that because people just you know, don't understand. Another one of the things I know that that uh, Grizz doesn't like is, well, first of all, killing anything just for the sake of killing it. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we consider predators that people think they're just because they're there, they should kill them, like rattlesnakes, for example. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on that, John. OK, I won't. <laughs> No, don't get me started on rattlesnakes. I love rattlesnakes. Yeah. And, yeah, just because there's one there, I mean, and there's something, well, I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, but you're saying that the, 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 the when they do attack, it's not so much a matter of that they're just being mean and aggressive. Well, first of all, they don't attack. They just defend themselves. Mm-hmm. That's a wrong word. And the other thing that you want to say is the venom is a predigestive system because they don't have the, the correct stomach acids that we do. Okay. So, yeah. So, by in, in, injecting the venom starts the, the process of digestion before the exactly. Yeah, okay. But anyway, um, without getting off on that again, we have Bob Summerow, who's a staff, hey who's a staff writer for probably the biggest, most successful, longest-lasting weekly publication uh, in what the world? Yeah, and it's been around since 1952. Wow. Western Outdoor News has been published every week since 1952. Well, I don't think you were even around in 52. I'm sure Grizz wasn't. Actually, I was. It started you on my were, birthday. John. Okay, Grizz. We don't have to go there. <laughs> but I wasn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah, no worries. Anyway, Western Outdoor News, like I say, it started on my birthday. Really? Yeah. On the day you were born? Yeah, it just so happens that's when they started publishing. Well, that is interesting, and then you yeah. and then you end up as being their uh, premier uh, staff writer. That's just an amazing coincidence. Of course, I worked hard to get to that position. So, uh, you know, come on, Bob, you work hard. You you go fishing, okay? Every and, week, yeah, every yeah, week, yeah. And that's uh, yeah, I know. But then you have to write about it. So, God, what, a t- oh. what a tough job. <laughs> I love it. I love okay. every bit of it. Well, you know, one of the things I love most is the people I run into. Uh, yeah. Frequently, I go out on the charter trips that the paper has. And what with uh, the uh, current conditions offshore of 75-degree water and the pelagics moving around and all the exotics coming in, you may have heard about the 600-pound-plus marlin that was caught off San Diego. No, I hadn't heard about that. Oh, yeah. Just this weekend, 600-plus uh, uh, pound marlin picked up uh, on a private boat, a 22-foot uh, boat. And the, the two fellows who were fishing were fishing 100-pound line, and they managed to land it in just two hours. Wow. Uh, I can't remember the fellow's last name, Matt. Yeah. Name, but he... Uh, he brought that thing in, and they weighed it down at the yacht club in uh, in San Diego, and uh, it's an amazing story. Wow! But but typical of uh, having this kind of warm water conditions. Of course, you know there's a lot of sharks around. Yep. Yeah, we were we were we were talking about that, and and please, please people, if you're out there, 
um, again, you know, there's a sport. Some of them you can take for table fare. Uh, but I don't, I, Grizz, I believe that there's 10 species of hammerheads, and all of them are on the endangered species list. Matter of fact, most yeah, sharks that, are. Yeah, that's true, John. That's true. Because most, most sharks actually worldwide are, are diminishing rapidly for, for a lot of stupid reasons. But yeah, you especially their fins. Yeah. You mentioned hammerheads. Well, on the recent trip, we were offshore for a two and a half day trip, and. Uh, my partner Gary was along from uh, Camarillo. Gary hooked into a nice tuna, about a 50-pound-plus tuna. Uh-huh. Got it all the way to the gaff. Let me guess. Gaff, let me guess. The gaff went into the fish, and a hammerhead came out of the water after it. It, it jumped a full two feet out of the water to grab that three-quarters of the fish and pull it down with it. Oh, so he did get the fish. Did get the fish. Wow. And that same poor angler hooked into another one about an hour later, and sure enough, right at the gap, it got taken away by another Oh, no. Well, I can see how that could be upsetting. Yeah, we told uh, him to put up his rod and give it up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's see what else is going on that's of interest uh, uh, with uh, that Grizz and I I might be enlightened a little bit on. What else is interesting that's happening in the the fishing world on the West Coast? Ah, I tell you, you know, one of the things that's nice this time of year, you got a lot of carp fishing going on. And what we've been doing is we've been exploring some of the uh, uh, inner city waterways that run through the Southern California area and actually uh, going down into the uh, L.A. River and the Santa Ana River that are nothing more than uh, concrete culverts with some water running through them and finding some great carp on the fly. (laughs) to catch carp on the fly. It's amazing. We've been actually getting two and three a trip. They're very wary, and you have to watch for where they're tailing because only when they're tailing are they going to actually take a fly. But if you see them tailing, if you see their tails sticking out of the water, then you know it's time to throw at them. Wow. Well, you know, what, what is interesting is my how times have changed. Um, I About five years ago, I think I got a call from somebody that said he was the president of the North American Carp Fishing Association, and I thought he was kidding me. I go, Carp Fishing Association? What do you? <laughs> Nobody does that. Why would you want to? Well, over the years, I found out that uh, uh, it can be uh, very interesting and exciting. And apparently, they, it, uh, 100 years or so ago, they, they were brought over to use for, uh, for food and yeah. very expensive. Well, you know, talking about fly fishing for carp, I used to, in Montana, at the Bighorn Dam, the Yellowtail, I used to go in the backside in the night when the caddis hatches were on. Uh And those carp will come up and just sound like a vacuum cleaner. Oh, sucking it? all the bugs off the top. Wow. And put a fly in front of them, a little, uh, you know, caddis fly imitation, Uh and they suck that up and the fight's on. I just love to do that. Yeah. I've never yeah. done that, but I understand it's not much different than a tarpon. Is that right? Well, that's exactly what I was going to add. Is that think in terms of catching tarpon in a river, hmm. in a small stream, and you know the water is often not more than ten to fifteen inches deep, but you got a, a fourteen, sixteen pound fish swimming around in there that's got the muscles wow. of a racehorse. Yeah. And I got to tell you, when they catch on, they're just gone, and they start jumping and sw- running, and it's just amazing. Wow. 
Uh, well, the thing about that, too, and is uh, I don't know, both of you guys can probably answer this. You know, when you fish, you know, bass, largemouth and smallmouth bass are very popular in the United States, and they exist in almost every state. Well, carp are kind of the same, aren't they? Yep, yep. I think and usually wherever you get carp, you're going to get bass and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you never thought about, but I can tell you that it's not easy. You know, you'd think that, the, well, they're just dumb and stupid, and they just kind of swim around like goldfish but uh, um, or koi or something, but it's, they're very, well, they it's very difficult. Well, they are koi. That's yeah. what they are. Mm-hmm. I went, you know, when I was in college, I used to, I went to college in Kentucky, we used to take big dough balls and throw them down to the ponds, and you'd sit there and wait till a carp sucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's not that easy. It's not it's not easy at all. I, a lot of times, and I've seen them, there's one time where they're around the docks, and there's, you know, half a dozen of them just kind of swimming around there. And I was put, trying to put anything in the water. They were not interested at all. You know, John, to switch gears on you just a bit here, another thing that's coming up uh, October 1st, uh, the first two weeks of October is when steelhead runs start coming in up on the uh, northern California and Oregon. Oh, that's a, the fall run is awesome. Yep, and I got to tell you, there's plans afoot for us to get up there and get us some. But well, is Western Outdoor News going to do something or put any trips together? No, no, they don't really service that area that much, and so they don't run trips up there. But I certainly do. I get up there and. Uh, I always do a story. We call it our Road Warrior series. Yeah. Uh, me and a couple of my buddies jump into a pickup truck and drive up there overnight on a Friday. Right. Fish Saturday, Sunday, Monday, drive back Monday night overnight. By then, we will have caught our fill. That's for sure. Well, hey, uh, if anybody's interested in getting in touch with me, maybe we can uh, get uh, Bob to help you out a little bit and, and do some I'll certainly steelhead give him, fishing. Uh, the right setup and tell him where to go, what to do. Yeah, maybe. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a peg to be, to take dig kind of guy. Yeah, well, maybe. A lot of guys swing. I don't swing. I yeah, well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get get you to give them a lesson if need be. But also, we're going to have to take a break pretty quick. But coming up is Pat McDonald, and I think you know who he is because I think he, wrote, he signed your paycheck, doesn't he? Yeah, Pat McDonald is my boss. He's yeah. the editor in chief at Outdoor News. And you know, he's going to hopefully we can find him. I know he's busy today, and and uh, so hopefully we can bring him on if uh, and if you can hang around for a few minutes and maybe introduce him for us. That'd be great. Great. Love to do it. Okay. And, and then, of course, Grizz, we don't want you to go anywhere. That's I'm not right. going anywhere yet, John. Okay. Um, you got me for about another half hour, and then I'm going to my boat. Okay. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, um, get that ready because I'm going to be down there pretty quick. And, oh, speaking of that, fly fishing, uh, hopefully coming up in the next week, you're going to take me out and uh, show me how to do that saltwater fly fishing. But I don't think you have any carp in the Sea of Cortez, do you? Uh, we got some people that look like carp. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. suckers. Well, what about, can you fly fish for uh, uh, grouper and that kind of thing, Grizz? 
Yeah, yeah, right. I do. I know. Uh, I can oh, sum yeah, them up and sink, get grouper and yeah. snapper and well, I, almost everything. Well, I know you like rooster fish, but uh, I guess, yeah, rooster yeah. fish. I catch a lot of those. Yeah, right, hopefully they're here. And marlin, if we okay. can find a striped marlin. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. That's a lot of work. Have we got another minute here, John? No, no, we're going to come right back, uh, but right. don't don't go away. We're going to bring Pat McDonald, I think, is going to be coming up as soon as we start off. And you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. There's a boat race down the river There's a slow boat on my mind Everybody's going like crazy And I'm taking my own sweet time <laughs> you know what? You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, but I didn't want to start in because I was enjoying Willie Nelson. But <laughs> good job, Richard. Anyway, as promised, 
We have Grizz, of course, on the line with us that we've been talking and ranting with. And then Bob Summer has been very insightful. And, you know, we talked a little bit about carp fishing, which I didn't know we were going to talk about, but that was quite interesting. And we promised that we would have uh, Bob's boss on the line with us, the actual publisher of the Western Outdoor News. And, Pat, uh, Bob was telling us the day the first paper was published was the day he was born. Did you know that? Well, I got to tell you, it wasn't. Uh, I, I'm not the publisher, but I'm the editor. And uh, but it, yes, it's true. the uh, The first uh, yeah, the first issue came out in 1954. Um, there was a, a preview issue in 1953, the okay. end of the year, okay. but towards Christmas. But was, the first issue came out in 1954, which is when I was born 61 years ago. So, yeah, oh, you not, too. <laughs> so it turned out well, to be that was born on interesting. The first day of issue. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The, yeah. Right, Pat. So, but there was a there was yeah. a little coincidence there. Wow. So it's, it's been kind of fun. Well, it must be in the stars. Take your pick, guys. Take your pick. You must be in the stars. Boy, you guys are old. <laughs> hey, come on, Grizz. I know how old you are. <laughs> well, I like to throw one in to make people think I'm young anyway. Yeah, there you go. But uh, anyway, one of the main reasons we wanted to bring Pat on, first of all, he's got such a, a dynamic uh, uh, personality. Great guy. If you ever get the chance to meet him, uh, everybody that meets him likes him. But... Uh, what we wanted to obviously talk about is Western Outdoor News every year. How long is how many years has this been going on? The beginning of November, Pat. Well, the the, the, uh, the Los Cabos Tuna Jackpot Tournament was started uh, 16 years ago, uh, and so this is uh, November 4th through the 7th will be our uh, 16th year. Started in 1999 and with 112 boats, and this year, um, and it's fluctuated in uh, depending on the economy and various other factors, but uh, it's always been over 120, uh, 100, 100 teams. This year we'll have, I think we're going to uh, have 150. Last year wow. we had the hurricane that came right. in six weeks before. We right. still drew 131 teams in wow. this year. A lot of teams that didn't make it last year um, are joining in. So I think we're at least, uh, projections are about 150 uh, teams for the tuna tournament. It's the biggest uh, jackpot tuna tournament in the world, so and the biggest tournament there every year in uh, in Mexico. So it's uh, and it's Pat, grown and Pat, it's, that's it's one cool. that's one of the greatest charities for that area too, isn't it? Yeah, we, it's not a charity tournament, so to speak, but we do have uh, elements of charity. And when I started it, I wanted to do something for charity each year for the kids, uh, for children in, in Cabo San Lucas. And uh, so this year we're doing smilesinternational.org, which does uh, uh, surgeries for uh, facial surgeries for uh, uh, children uh, in Cabo San Lucas. And uh, so we're, the money's going to that. And then last year we raised $50,000 for uh, repairing some of the, the homes in Cabo oh, San Lucas. Wow. And this year the money's going to uh, the facial surgery surgery uh, program. Well, hey, hey, Pat, I'm still a kid at heart, and I could use some help with my face. <laughs> mm, that's why There's you got to raise enough money for that. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> could fix that one. But, um, yeah, but no, it's, we're really looking forward to it, looking forward to a great tournament, and I think people enjoy the uh, that, that aspect of the tournament as well as the competition and the fun. Well, if I can make a comment, um, the Bisbee Black and Blue is probably one of the best-known huge prize money. Um, but the what I really like about the tuna tournament, as far as the participation, you get as many or frequently more boats than they do, uh, but it doesn't cost you $100,000 to get into it. 
Well, the Bisbee's cost between, I think, $6,000 at the very basic entry. Uh, most people get into about the $16,000 range per team, and then it goes up to, I think, $30,000 mm-hmm. because they added some jackpots several years ago. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years ago, they added the mega jackpot, which if you want to go across the board in some crazy way, it's 60000 Yeah. But generally, uh, most boats are below that. Yeah. And so um, they have... They, they 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 give out at close to close to two point five to three point uh, three million dollars one year they gave away four million yeah, at, uh, before the before the economy took a yeah took that a was dive. Uh, I think it was the boat from Hawaii bad it was a bad company they won three point nine million dollars by finishing first two days and second right. one day yeah. exactly they gave away four million four point one million dollars I think that year and then uh, bad company uh, uh, won three point nine yeah. so it was pretty spectacular that that that's been their calling card ever since. Oh yeah. So they're gonna. I think they're gonna have a really good field this year. I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be a very big. Uh, the economy's improved, just and our so our tournament will be up, and I and I know that uh, that Wayne and Bob's tournament mm-hmm. will be up as well. Now you do it on that date on purpose, correct? What we do, we always keep it on the same Wednesday through Saturday of November so everybody can plan their timeshares and their flights and their schedule and their vacations. We never change it. It's always on the website, and we always announce it. It never changes. And it's always two weeks after Bisbee's giving us a chance to for Cabo to settle down a little bit. And then there's also a time for another tournament to be to pop in there here and there, mm-hmm. a, whether it's a Marlin tournament or another uh, mm-hmm. uh, pelagic tournament of some kind. So it gives us a two-week uh, uh, break. Well, um, I- I, my, I, my, I guess my point, the Bisbee and your tournament, you know, they don't hold them in January or June for a reason. Oh, in terms of the fishing, of course, right. yeah. That's what you. Uh, it's really it's hard to plan fish. I mean, they, you know, they, you can invite them to the party, but they may don't always show up. But um, I always over the, the research that I did um, in planning the event, it was always first week of or uh, the end of November is when we start seeing the migration. Now we're seeing really a lot of big fish right now. So oh. I'm telling you. So uh, and, and we're doing Facebook posts and uh, on the website, and people are getting very excited because. We're getting a 200-pound plus fish. Uh, 295 pound was caught. A lot of hundreds and 150s. So, fishing has really just gone crazy lately on the tuna, and we hope that it uh, it stays around. Um, but generally, the first week of November is really prime time for the bigger tuna on the banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did tuna eat, by the way? Well, the yellow the bank, yellow they'll yeah. eat anything, but particularly they'll have a little bait there called the chewilli, which is you can only catch them one at a time. They're they're the candy bait of uh, of yellowfin tuna, mm-hmm. but they'll eat uh, sardina. You know, uh, little ones. Yeah, they, they eat the sardina. They eat uh, the mackerel, uh, the um, the uh, caballitos. John, when they're hitting, they hit anything. And, and, well, they hit, about, right, and when they're yeah. hitting anything, and and it depends on your yeah. Right, Grizz is right. Your uh, it, they do yummy flyers, which are the you know <laughs> with the use of kites. You know, oh, so yeah. you can use the heavier line, and that's a lot of big fish caught on that. So it's a variety. And tuna, that's the beautiful thing about tuna fishing. You can catch them in many, many different ways. You just have to figure out what's the right. best way to do it in the time frame that you have. Well, so, uh, you know, I want to interrupt a minute. Uh, I, You know, you're talking about the Bisbees, and you're talking about the tuna tournament. You know, Pat, I go to both of them. Uh, this year we're giving away all the hooks for Eagle Claw for the Bisbee. I always go to your tournament. And there's a definite, it's really different. The Bisbee is a very professional, uh, straightforward fishing tournament. And the tuna tournament is fun. 
it's a whole different class of people. Mm -hmm. Everybody happy. I mean, I love your tournament. It's incredible, the atmosphere, the energy, and everything about it. Well, thanks, it's Chris. I appreciate that. It's just a great tournament. Hard to, Anybody who wants motto, to go to a tournament, even if they don't fish, fish <laughs> should go to your tournament. Uh, well, Pat, real quickly, speaking of that, if somebody wants to get in, what does it cost, and how do they register? All right. So, well... Just to give you, just I'm just going to tell you that the entry form is a thousand dollars to enter uh, for a form up to four people on a team. We give four of everything, so you have two two guys on a boat or or one or three or four. I don't care. So it's a thousand dollars, and then it goes all the way up to twenty three thousand two hundred dollars, depending on how many optionals you want to get into. All the side I'll bets. Cut a format. Yeah, all the side bets. So you yeah. can get into the, all the side bets, or get, not get into any. A lot of teams get in just for the one thousand dollar Wahoo Dorado, mm-hmm. which pays about forty five to fifty thousand dollars each day. Uh, most of the optionals pay. Uh, there's like six of them for tuna, and, and all of them pay generally about the same, or somewhere each day around. Uh, Thirty-five to forty thousand yeah. dollars. Well, you know that's something that a lot of people can afford. So you figure uh, for the tournament, it's probably going to cost you a couple grand for the boat and the captain and your supplies, a thousand for entry fee, and you divide that four ways. You hey, want me to? I'll yeah. break it down for you real quick. On our website, I actually broke it all down. To, if you wanted bait, rental car, boat, yeah, get into three of the optionals, not the high ones, but yeah. the low ones. Yeah. Food, everything, the whole thing. Break it all down to the time you leave your house to the time you get uh, get back, and you actually have a chance of winning some real money. It costs twenty three hundred dollars for four people. If you uh, if you want to get a bigger boat, you know. This Wait is a minute, a, it's twenty three hundred twenty three hundred dollars yeah. to do the that, tournament. That's per person for per four person. people. Yeah, right. that's if you broke it down. Right. So uh, yeah. you know, people, people go. Yeah, you can do uh, that in Cabo San Lucas. If you're going, let's say you're going to go fishing in Cabo yeah. San Lucas, and you're going to fish for three days with your buddies. Yeah, it's going to cost you that anyway. It's going to cost you that anyway, especially yeah. if you go to one of the, the strip bars yeah. in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, well, we don't have to we, talk about that. Uh, I, I didn't know there was any down there. Bar, you know, yeah. you buy a round of drinks at a bar yeah, or something. Like go. It's, it's going yeah. to cost you, um, uh, you know, a fair amount of money. So. Yeah. $2,200, 2300 uh, $2,300 is, uh, well, let's get is some, really a bargain, let, I think. We, we, we have a lot of listeners in, in all over the U.S. and Europe. Uh, so let's see if we can, we've got it, you've still got a month to get in. So let's see if we can get some interest in there and, and get some people that, you know, from the East Coast that, you know, that uh, like to fish. And My God, we have, a, yeah. Yeah, uh, Mr. Hennigan, we have many, many people from, uh, from, from uh, well, the Yukon. Yeah. Uh, we have well, people from Japan. We've got a lot exactly. of people from back well, east. We got six, right. three or four teams. Uh, anyway, Pat, but, Pat, we're gonna we're gonna have to get going. But I uh, think the let point me explain is, where they, people can find out more more okay. about it. Okay? okay, and then that's easy to do. And the best way to do is to go on the website, which is Los Cabos Tuna Jackpot if you just Google Cabo Tuna, yeah. that website's coming up. Don't yes, worry about it. CaboTuna.com. Yeah, just Google it anywhere. Pat, thank you very much. And as the weather starts getting cold, maybe up in some of the northern climes, you might want to go to Cabo the beginning of November. Extend your extend your summer. There you go. Thank you, Pat. We really appreciate that. And, Bob, I know you got to get back to work, so we yeah, appreciate you coming in. All right, you guys. Thanks, have man. a good time. Thank you very you're much. Li- you're listening to Fish Talk Radio.
S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I said, bet you're going fishing all the time. Yeah, be going fishing too. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we still have the Grizz. Uh, Grizz, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, let's touch on the tuna tournament first of all. What what I really like, you mentioned that it's not just uh, you know a, a major tournament, but it's a fun tournament. People have a little it's bit different fun. Attitude. Everybody's yeah. laughing. Everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful girls in bikinis. Uh, I mean, it's just a real pleasant, nice 
tournament, one of the most important tournaments in the world. But, I mean, it's just nice. It's just fun to be around. Well, and, and uh, Pat that puts it on, who's the uh, editor of Western Outdoor News, he's been doing this for 16 years. Beginning in November, uh, there's, there's reasons for it. First of all, it's one of the best times of the year for big fish. Also, it's cooled off a little bit, so you don't have the 100-plus and 90-degree waters. So it's a little bit more comfortable that way. Uh, and it's uh, Pat had mentioned that if you got four people that want to get together, uh, if they, they tallied up what it would cost to fly, rent a car, rent a place, enter the tournament, cover your costs, um, and, and get in the first level of the, of the side bets where you could win forty fifty thousand dollars uh, the total price comes out to about twenty three hundred dollars per person and that should be you know it's, it's coming up pretty quick so if you're going to do it you got to jump into it but yeah, if you've been thinking about it for a long time uh, if not now when yeah it's uh it's I guess it's cheap it still sounds expensive to me but you stand a chance of getting a lot of money yeah if I had if I had your money I wouldn't even be working <laughs> but anyway that's a different thing um, but it's always fun to find out what's what is happening with the Grizz and of course you're coming through us uh, direct from uh, the city of police city of peace um, uh, La Paz and Baja California sir and well we're getting ready to do something very interesting here in about two weeks we're okay. headed out to the state of Jalisco yeah uh, we're flying into Guadalajara and there is a new lake that doesn't even have a ramp in it that guarantee now get this John a hundred fish a day over three pounds these are big, uh, 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 largemouth largemouth bass wow yeah and he guaranteed me that I would catch at least two fish a day over 10 pounds. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when you come back from that, let's find out if he was telling the truth. Well, I can't imagine him lying because he's paying for my everything. <laughs> We're going to do a television show there. Yeah. So, you know, people don't generally lie and fork out that kind of money for the Grizz to go fish with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that in itself is worth something. But, uh, yeah, you don't want to be uh, filming um, a, a trip where you're not getting some excitement. That's not going to do them any good. No, but no. That's, no now, you, you said, I'm sorry, Grizz, you said it was new. Does that mean it's a new lake or it's just kind of new? Oh, it's, it's new to, to fish. It's been closed for years. And they brought in some Florida strain black bass in there. And they just are going to, actually, it's not open yet. They're opening it the day that we go to fish it. <laughs> wow. Wow. And so what, what, we're what's real it? excited. We're going to be fishing fly rods for bass. Okay. And then, of course, worms and everything that we can. What, what is the name of it, Chris? I don't even know the name of it. Okay, well, maybe you can name it when you get there. Uh, maybe I can. We'll, we'll call it Grizz Lake. <laughs> we'll call it Grizz. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, we're we're kind of wrapping this one up, Grizz. It's been a lot of fun today. We covered a lot of things about the carp and the tuna, and it, it's just been a lot of fun, which we always do. It's always enjoyable. And I'm going to be hopefully fishing with you very, very soon. You're going to teach me how to saltwater fly fish. 
Yeah, that's we've the got, plan. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Bueller Rod sent us some stuff. Ross Reel sent us some stuff. Berkeley sent us some stuff. And uh, uh, I think we're all we need to do is now is get some water and some fish. That's all it takes. Okay, thank you very much, Grizz. We appreciate that. And you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Make sure you go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the show as many times as you like, right on the front page. You gone fishing. 